Welcome to The Vital Point. I'm your host, Jonathan Schechter. If you're interested in different methods and ways to transform your life, like plant medicines and psychedelics, breathwork, meditation, somatic practices, cold exposure, and so many more that we've talked about on this show, then my friends, you are in the right place. This podcast is not just for practitioners. It's also for you if you're new to transformational work and you're looking for more information and direction. The reason I chose the name The Vital Point is to highlight the most important secret to actually changing your life, regardless of the method or modality that interests you. Are you ready to hear it? The vital point is that you have to practice. You can't just listen or read about transformation. And most of the time, you're not going to have some sort of one-time life-changing event. Real transformation is a process. I started this podcast to spotlight incredible leaders and practitioners who have experienced their own transformation and have been called to share their passion and mission with others so that you can benefit as well. If you're new to this type of work, welcome. I'm your host, Jonathan Schechter. I'm an integration and transformation coach, breathwork facilitator, been meditating for 19 years, and recently began teaching mindfulness. Breathwork and a lot of the other modalities and resources I talk about on this show are tools that I discovered when I was at my lowest, going through my own transformational journey. I know how much change they can actually bring because I've experienced it myself. I've experienced the transformation that comes from working, practicing, and integrating these experiences, these practices. My intention is not only to entertain, but that something that you hear on this podcast sparks the fire of your own change. When you do feel called to learn more, please send me or the guests a message. We are all here to grow together and support each other. And I hope you enjoy today's episode of the show. On today's episode of the Vital Point Podcast, I talk with Samantha Pearson and Jeff Stevenson. Together they are Oppa Wellness, doing primal health coaching and combo facilitation. And really excited to talk with them because this is the first time that we've talked about combo on the podcast. So if you've been curious about this very potent form of uh, medicine that is um, oftentimes found uh, in sort of similar circles uh, to psychedelics, but is not psychedelic, um, it is very potent. It has a lot of healing potential on a lot of different sort of energetic wavelengths, which we get into on this episode. But if you have been curious about learning more, well, you're in luck. This is the episode for you. So Sam and Jeff focus on combo and primal health coaching. They shared their story of what drew them to these practices. And like so many of the other guests that we've had on the podcast, it's their own experience and their own transformation um, that really drew them into service and wanting to help others. And I just love that. It's really what the show is about is, you know, sharing about those stories and then inspiring others to, you know, continue to explore and discover this work. So in that way, we continue to be of service and, you know, push these things forward. So we also talk about all things about combo, uh, what it is, where it comes from, what it's used for, what are the benefits of sitting with it and the benefits that they see in their clients um, after some of the combo sessions. And Towards the end of the episode, we got into uh, a neat topic of what their vital point is. We talked about not taking yourself too seriously in per the personal development space. 
and having a sense of childlike excitement and curiosity about this work, which is really important. And it's true. We shouldn't really take ourselves too seriously with this. Um, you know, it's, it's very easy to create an identity around healing and the ego finds little corners and crevices to hide in. And, you know, we can become fairly self-righteous sometimes, especially when we feel like we're doing things that are different or better than other people. And so I really liked Jeff's point of view about keeping that sense of, uh, you know, brevity of humor and, uh, childlike curiosity instead of taking ourselves too seriously. So hope you enjoy this episode. I sure did. And if you are interested in learning more about combo, uh, definitely get in touch with Oppa wellness. Well, welcome to another episode of the vital point podcast, a podcast all about different methods of transforming your life practices that you can use for self-development and the experience and stories of practitioners that are doing this work themselves. And I'm really excited about today's episode, um, not only because the guests are friends, but also because we're talking about something new on the podcast today. You know, we've talked about breath work and we've talked about meditation and we've talked about mindset and psychedelics and all these different things. But today, we are talking about combo for the first time. So I'm really excited about that. Um, and my guests are Sam Pearson and Jeff Stevenson. They are known here and off of Instagram as Oppo Wellness. So Sam and Jeff, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Thank you so much for having us. Like, Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited. So I was thinking about it as I was getting set up. And um, another first for today, like, you might think that this is the first time that we've had a, a couple on the podcast, but that's not totally true. Because I've had my partner um, that you both know, Aya, on as a guest. But it is the first time that we have uh, a couple of guests um, mm -hmm. at the same time. So some some definite firsts today, and I'm I'm excited about that. That's exciting. Yeah. So yeah, let's get into it. So uh, why don't you guys let the audience know about Oppa Wellness? You know who you are and what that is. Okay. Well, I'll start. Um, Oppa Wellness is our business that we've been co-creating for the last couple of years, and um, we both have this passion for helping others shift their stories uh, because of the things we're curious about and because of the experiences we've had throughout life so far. And we've found um, that we are able to do that through the use of combo and primal health coaching. But ultimately our focus is on purifying the body physically, but also mentally, uh, emotionally, and spiritually. And so that's what we bring into our practice and that's what we do. Awesome. And yeah. oh, sorry, go ahead, Jeff. Sorry. Um, and it, one thing that we want to let everyone know is this is a family business. We do it out of our home. Um, we have three children, sometimes have a little bit of a chaotic life, but, um, uh, and they help in various ways. Um, obviously not in the combo sessions, but um, we have a almost eight-year-old who helps with snacks after. Um, mm -hmm. We have a five-year-old who is a little uh, hard to get to do some things, but he helps with energy in the home. Then we have a one-year-old; she just turned one, um, and they're part of this just as much as we are. They're, you know, we want to have a home where people are welcome, and children obviously have great energy and it seems like from looking at your guys's instagram because obviously i follow you um it seems like in terms of the shifting stories and and the way that you two are growing as people and parents and as a couple like the children are such a huge part of that you know i know just from talking with jeff 
like the perspective shifts that he's had and the growth that he's experienced um, through through your children is is really incredible to watch. And it, I, I really admire that you added that part about, you know, this is a family business because it really is like, you know, your family and your unit is really a part of who you guys are. At least that's the way that I see you. So mm-hmm. I, you know, I appreciate that you bring that element and, uh, and energy into your work. Mm-hmm. Appreciate that. Thank you. Yeah. And so was, was Oppa wellness always combo or I think you also have some like some health coaching as well that you do, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've been a certified personal trainer for, oh, like 10 years. And then I went into the primal health coaching space because I have a passion for ancestral health. Um, And so that was where the base of health and wellness came from. Um, And then we've had just these experiences with Combo that have shifted us um, in just these monumental ways. And so... Yeah, that just became a natural part of the practice. Um, and so the combination between the two works so well together, um, changing your diet and your lifestyle. <clears throat> and, excuse me, <clears throat> and then combo is like this, it's hard to explain, but it, it just, it creates this shift and I haven't seen anything else like it. Um, and we see it all the time. We see people who are like, I don't know, but I feel so empowered. Um, and we'll talk about that a little bit later. Um, yeah, if I could touch on one thing about the primal health coaching, I, um, not to tell you my stats, but at one point I was much heavier, um, and unhealthy and had inflammation and like going on a hike. The thought of going on a hike was like, oh man, I'm going to hurt for like two days after. Like, I don't, uh, I'd rather not go on a hike. Um. And in 2017, um, Sam was working for a, a keto supplement company. Long story short, she was working for a keto supplement company. And she was telling me all that she was doing research into the fasting and ketogenic diet and all those things. And the ketogenic diet might not be for everyone, but for me, it worked. And um, through her coaching, I was able to lose. Um, I mean, over the first year, I was able to lose 30 pounds and keep it off. And then from there, I've lost another 20 pounds. Not that weight is everything. I'm also 6'4", so I'm really tall. But um, it it helped me immensely in how I felt. Like, I felt light. Mm-hmm. I felt not addicted to food. Like, I could fast until <clears throat> 3 in the afternoon or fast all day and be like, I'm not even really hungry. So... I'll just eat healthy food instead of feeding myself with all of this unhealthy food. So, um, you know, I, Sam's amazing at what she does and she has, um, awesome knowledge that's helped me personally. So That's super great that you guys could support each other in that way, you know? And I, I really appreciate the, the whole approach, you know, like, I, I feel like there's so many people that, um, you know, there's a lot of attracted attractiveness to self-development and transformation right now in these like sort of um, external ways, you know, like a lot of people turning to plant medicine and um, using different things that are outside of themselves when the external things um, like even I would say combo, right. Or breath work or whatever you're doing, if you're not changing any part of your lifestyle outside of that, and you're living in an unhealthy way, it's only going to do so much. And you're really kind of going to be spinning your wheels without like actually making real progress. You know, it's like if you're sitting on the couch 23 hours a day and like eating potato chips and, you know, processed food. And then you're like, well, I went to the gym for 30 minutes and I don't see any progress. You know, mm-hmm. like there's, there's, there's more than just going to a ceremony or, you know, um, you know, doing 30 minutes of meditation a day or, you know, any of these other things that we're doing, 
it's really about that whole approach and like being able to look at what are what are these things in my lifestyle that might not be um, helping me achieve the goals that I'm actually looking for now. Yeah, and we really do focus with our clients on like, hey, what's your diet? Like we have an in, a pretty intense in-depth let's say um intake form like how's your diet what do you eat and and a lot of people think that they can make big shifts in their life while still eating food that doesn't align with those shifts um for instance i i went on a really intense diet where i really didn't have any sugar um, not even really natural sugar and it was probably about four or five months that I did that. And the first time I had sugar, I immediately, I could feel like within 10 minutes of consuming it, I could feel me drop down into almost this reptilian brain. <laughs> and like where like, I'm like, yeah, like, you know, and started worrying and, and all that. Get like things. instant road rage. Yeah. Or, hmm. And, um, um, Alberto Valaldo in Grow a New Body, um, he's a great author, fantastic guy. Um, in Grow a New Body, he talks about how sugar feeds the reptilian brain, and it keeps us in, in, a, in a reptilian brain. So, like, the first step, like, in personal development, number one, the first step is don't take yourself too seriously, this personal development stuff. Like, have a childlike mind in it. And, and um, that's my first advice, piece of advice. But the second one is like, change your diet. Because mm -hmm. diet is just so big. And I'm not perfect, but I like to think that I eat pretty healthy. And when I do, I feel better. When I don't, I don't, I don't feel very good. So. Yeah, the body, the body is our vehicle for transformation and development. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it, it houses our brain and our nervous system and all the other energy within it. So if, you know, it's, if you want to take a, you know, I live in Tucson and you guys live in uh, Utah. And if yeah. I wanted to, to drive my car to, to get to see you, if my car is not working, if it's working suboptimally, then it's going to be challenging to get to that place. You're breaking um, up in Vegas. <laughs> right exactly <laughs> there you go that's that's where all the sugar's at <laughs> well cool um so yeah so what drew you guys to combo like how did you really come to start working with that um well i'll talk about my story because i was the first one who kind of dived or dove into combo um and i think i have to backtrack a little bit to my health history um so Back in 2014, after I after the birth of my first son Archie, um, I had I had a really hard time postpartum regulating emotion, and I had extreme brain fog. I couldn't. I was working from home, and I couldn't get my work done, and I couldn't complete sentences or remember what I just said. And I had a hard time regulating my my temperature. I was cold all the time. I was crying all the time. I'm tired so tired so so tired more so than I've ever been and I've always been kind of a tired person so I went to a doctor just a conventional doctor and I said or and I got tested um, and she said I had hypothyroidism and she wanted to put me on a medication and I said okay um, like first off well what's happening why is my body not producing thyroid the way it should she couldn't answer that question and then I asked um, okay, how long am I going to be on this medication for? And she said, well, most people don't come off of it. It's just kind of something you take the rest of your life. And I wasn't satisfied with that answer. So I went to another doctor and he did a full blood panel and we were able to determine that I had Hashimoto's disease, which is an autoimmune condition. And um, through lifestyle changes and some supplements, I was able to completely get off that medication and reverse all the symptoms and also feel better than I've ever felt. And it, that I was doing that through just going on walks outside and being in the sunshine. And my, my doctor called me a cave dweller, like based on my numbers. I had no vitamin D. Um, 
And then also, yeah, the primal health coaching and all that. So I was feeling really, really good. Um, but there was still just something missing in my healing journey, something like deeply rooted. Um, and I just couldn't get to it through the lifestyle changes. And, you know, after a couple of years of doing this, living the like primal lifestyle, um, Jeff and I ventured into plant medicine. And in my first, well, it would be my second ceremony, um, but my first like time doing plant medicine in general. But in my second um, ayahuasca ceremony, I was sitting with the group of people in the circle and it was outside and then over hops this frog and it hops right up to me and I hold out my hands and this frog hopped right into my hands. And I was like, you guys look a frog, a frog. And then it hopped away. And um, that same weekend I had planned on trying combo for the first time and I didn't know what it was, but I just, I was like, Oh, I just want to try that. Um, and unfortunately, or fortunately it got canceled. So I never got a chance to try it. So when I came back to Utah, um, combo was just on my mind. It just, I didn't even know really what it was, but it just kept calling me combo, combo. And so I reached out to Jules Broadhead, who ended up being our mentor. Um, she's, she's here in Utah and she's incredible. She's love you, Jules. We love you, Jules. Um, but yeah, she's, she's served more than anyone else here in Utah. And I sat with her for three sessions, three days in a row. And it was difficult and incredible. And it just did something. It shifted something in me. It, it, like, it brought stuff to the surface that I couldn't get out on my own, which is what Combo does. It brings things to the surface for you to work through. Um, and ever since then, I just have felt like a more powerful person. Um, I believe that it also helped my autoimmune condition as well but it's it's just this empowering empowering thing and it's different for everybody um yeah that's yeah. what drew me to combo and then maybe jeff could talk about what he got involved yeah so um like samantha said she started mentoring before i did and um if i can for a moment kind of take you to a, the, the place i was at i was at um, I was self-medicating with cannabis multiple times a day, um, and in no way am I anti-cannabis at all. I think it's a medicine, but for me, I was dependent on it. I was using it uh, to escape. I was doing all of those things. Um, at the time, I was doing beautiful plant medicine, uh, mainly ayahuasca at the time. And I would go have these amazing experiences. And then I would come back to, I guess we call 3D world with two, two kids, a job, a full-time job, a sales job. Um, and really just get triggered and put back into a, maybe a state that I didn't want to be in. And um, I, I kept self-medicating and then uh, with, with cannabis and caffeine, a lot of caffeine, like three big cups a day just to keep me going. And um, Sam was at the point of her mentorship where she was ready to serve someone. And she asked, hey, can I serve you? And I'm like, where do I sit? What, where, let's do it. Let's do it right now. Um, and so I went through um, a traditional three session. Uh, we did it in about five or six days. I can't remember. And after my first session, um, I felt this overwhelming peace. First off, combo naps. Like usually we <laughs> let a client nap after. And it's this euphoric meditative nap you are sleeping but you're also not it's a really beautiful beautiful nap and um i woke up from that and just felt calm and didn't have any this real desire to smoke cannabis um after my third session in between my first and my third session i didn't smoke any cannabis and then after my my third session I didn't really want to do it. 
I did. I went from smoking probably three times a day to um, smoking like three times a week, and then eventually it just kind of trailed off to where it was maybe a week and there was like a purpose behind it like either I was going to go swimming with the boys or it was more intentional I guess um, we were going to watch a funny movie um, and it broke it, it helped me break my negative thought pattern negative loops and my addiction and um, Sam kept serving me combo um, every once in a while, once a month or so. And then about six months later, I was like, serve this and do the same thing, help people. And so that's what, that's what you What I love about both your stories is it really, like, I feel fits in with the theme that I hear time and time again on this podcast of people experiencing a transformation themselves. And it's so profound and it's so impactful that it literally pulls them like a gravitational force into being of service and um, helping others. You know, it's, it's such a life changing, um, you know, sea shift, paradigm shift, whatever you want to call it. So, you know, thank you for, for sharing your experiences. Um, I do want to maybe just pause and get into, like, in case people that are listening are not familiar with Combo, what is it? And, you know, if you can explain, you know, about where it comes from and what the sort of the process is and, and all that good stuff. Cool. Um, yeah, let's just start with what Combo is. Um, combo is... It's the secretion from the Phylomedusa bicolor, which is a giant, it's called the giant monkey frog or giant leaf frog. Uh, it comes from the Amazon. And um, it's, it's this secretion that, I'm kind of losing my words. Yeah, it's a secretion that has bioactive peptides in it. <clears throat> and the way it is administered is, um, you burn superficial points on your body. Um, I don't be able to see them, but um, just tiny little superficial burns in your body, um, on your body. Traditionally, um, the right inside ankle for, for female and then the left shoulder for male. Um, and you, what we do is we do a superficial burn with a Tamishi stick um, or an incense stick and then wipe away the skin and then put um, the secretion, which comes on like a, it's almost like a, uh, it's just a little stick, almost like a popsicle stick, but it's wider. Um, and the secretion comes on that, and we put that on uh, the open wound. And it goes throughout your lymphatic system and cleans that out. Um, typically a... A session lasts anywhere from 20 minutes to an hour or so, and everyone's different. Some people need one point in their purging. Some people don't purge at all. There's no real expectation on purging. Some people do purge. Um, There's many forms of purging as well. Mm -hmm. um, it can be shaking. I've seen you know people shaking, and then usually it brings up some type of emotion. And they might cry and let it out that way. So there's many forms of purging. Um, but it's found, um, this frog is found in the Amazon, um, and it's harvested locally by the tribe people who've been connected to this frog for hundreds of years. Um, and what they do is there's usually somebody in the tribe who can communicate with them and makes the sounds. And... Um, one of the nights, the frog will start calling, and it'll make the sound, and they know it's ready for harvesting. So they'll go in the night and peacefully just kind of cut the branch off, and they keep this frog on the branch, and they'll bring it back, and they'll they'll tie its legs up, but they do it in a very – so the frog is very comfortable. And then they'll tickle his feet, and then they'll take the secretion, and they'll only take what is needed for them, and they leave the rest for the frog. And then, yeah, they put it on the stick. It dries. It comes, and then our mentor 
has a connection to where she can get it in this sustainable way. Um, but then they go and they take the frog and they put it back in its natural environment. Yeah, it's a it's a pretty interesting process. Mm-hmm. Sounds like <laughs> and just tickling the feet of the frog sounds a little funny to me, but it's uh, whatever works. Mm-hmm. And it's it's interesting that you know that the that the relationship between the harvesters and the the frogs that you know the the that they would know you know that they would give out the certain call that lets them know like hey we're we're ready to do this mm-hmm. yeah um <clears throat> one book that we recommend is Sapo and my soul by peter gorman and fascinating book peter gorman um went down there in the 80s um for a, another purpose, he wasn't even studying combo, and he was with the Motsi's tribe, and um, he was with them. And kind of the his guide um, pulled out, uh, a, I think, a piece of metal and burned himself, and then put this stuff on him. And he's like, he's like, what is that? And instead of him explaining it to him, he just like grabbed his grabbed his arm and put it <laughs> on him and. Um, Peter Gorman had this experience. Um, I won't dive into it, but you can, if you're interested in that, you can read the book. But um, Peter Gorman then came back to the States and he had this profound experience and was very interested in, so, in it and found um, a scientist that wants, wanted to study it. And so he went back down, got a... Um, Two, two frogs, um, two Phylomedusa uh, bicolors, and then shipped one of them to uh, Italy um, so this guy could, could study it. And that guy found these bioactive peptides um, on the frog, and it's just a really fascinating story about how it was discovered, I guess. I mean, it's been around for a really long time. It's been used to be indigenous for a really long time, but it's, it's interesting the the first time it was like brought back to the to a scientist to a scientist to study, yeah. Hmm. So, what types? You know, you 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 mentioned your own stories of you know kind of finding this medicine and and how it's helped you. What are some of the other things that your clients come to um, work with you for, and like what kind of uh, effects are they seeing? Yeah. So what they come to us for is kind of the same reason why we came to it, right? They were either drawn to it or they um, were going through kind of a crisis in their life or perceived crisis in their life, depression or anxiety, that kind of thing. And they just wanted to make a shift. Um, Some people are just like, it's interesting. I want to do it. I'm drawn to it. I don't know. Like kind of Sam's, you know, yeah, Sam's I, just just do like, it. <laughs> I, don't, I don't really know. I, I want to, I want to do it. Um, but things that we see in our, our clients are mental clarity, improved stamina and energy, um, deep sense of peace and knowing improved emotional well-being, improved sleep, um, strong immune system. Um, these are the known benefits of it. Fertility detox, um, a treatment for candida yeast, uh, chronic pain, depression. Um, those are things that it can uh, help with apart from just detoxing. It's a detox process to get off the pharmaceutical. Um, we're not doctors. We don't, you know, that's a personal thing between you and your doctor. It's a, um, but it can help uh, detox your body. So, uh, and and yeah, just naturally releasing inflammation in the body heals the body. Yeah. I've only had one combo experience myself, but it was it was pretty profound and it was between two ayahuasca ceremonies. So, you know, I drank ayahuasca one night and then in the morning got up and, and did combo. And um, I like that you mentioned that the purging takes place on like a variety of different ways and sort of frequencies. Um, Cause there was, there was definitely a physical 
purging that was happening um, that was pretty intense. But um, there was also, I felt like an emotional aspect to it. Um, there was certain, I don't know, I don't know if I would say memories per se, but like some, some something that's happened similar when I do somatic work of sometimes there's a sense of a memory, but it's not like, you're thinking about it like you see a picture of it in your mind per se it's more of just you 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 have the emotional and sort of somatic imprint that's coming up that's not exactly visual but you know that oh this is what i'm going through and mm -hmm. and there was a, there was a certain aspect of that of like being able to surrender and let go um to what was happening physically especially like in front of a bunch of other people, you know, and sort of being able to be vulnerable in that way, which I thought was really interesting considering that, you know, like I had just sat with these folks in an ayahuasca ceremony the night before. So it's not like, it's not like there wasn't any sort of vulnerability happening before that moment itself. You know what I mean? Um, but I did really notice the energetic shift going back into the second night of ceremony. Like there was so much more space I felt like, and the, you know, there was just, there was so much more room. Like you could just tell how much energetically had moved and shifted. Um, even though, you know, <laughs> I definitely slept a lot during the day and, you know, got, got sort of the, you know, I, I went through sort of the stereotypical, sort of combo experience, you know, my face got real swollen and, um, you know, definitely needed a nap, but yeah, it was, it was a pretty profound experience for me and actually something that I've been feeling called to, uh, you know, towards again. Um, and I, I like that you guys mentioned that, that there's, there's something about these different medicines where, you know, yeah, like some people just are like, there's a curiosity, but sometimes it's more different than a curiosity in terms of it being like a, it's a calling, you know, there's an energetic sort of pull that, mm -hmm. that happens. And um, yeah, I feel like I'm experiencing a little bit of that right now, not presently like, oh my God, I'm talking to Jeff and Sam, so I've got to go do combo. But, you know, it's been, it's been coming up um, recently for me. Yeah. One thing you mentioned, different forms of, of purging, um, a lot of, a, a form of purging that we see is people just talking a lot. Mm -hmm. um, there, yes. were, there were vomiting. And, and I, I've had clients where they come in the first session, they're anxious and, and you know, they're talking at a high rate, talking really, really fast and telling stories and talking about traumas and, and doing all, all of these, you know, very fast talking, um, speaking quickly. And by the third session, they're calm. They, you know, they maybe use half the amount of words they spoke the first session. And it's very interesting, the shift between um, pre-combo leading into combo they're talking a lot and then after the combo nap they get up and they're like awesome yeah it's um, just a state of peace that was really i feel really good like and it's just this immediate shift from you know nervous they're, you know i could spit out all these all these words but this nervousness to this calmness afterwards and it's really really powerful and I think we should mention that it's not hallucinogenic and it's not a psychedelic, which um, a lot of people do confuse that with. And I think the way we're speaking with all these shifts and mm -hmm. like euphoria, but it, it, it's not a psychedelic. It's a completely mm -hmm. different experience, um, but it seems to have similar results. In like yeah. The that happens even like mentally, physically. It's, but I just wanted to make that clear. Yeah, I, I like what you guys were saying, um, you know, when we talked a few days ago 
because um, that was something that was sort of pointed out by my by the people that were serving me was like hey you guys just did a plant medicine ceremony this is an animal medicine it has a different type of energy to it and i believe the way that you described it was that there are earth medicines and that there's you know some similarities to the to the energy but also some some differences but they're all connected to the earth and i really like that way of of sort of framing it mm-hmm. yeah and, and it's it is true it's like it's not it's not hallucinogenic and i think we should mention that it is legal as well um you know that's an important distinction but yeah it's definitely working on some different energetic levels that um you know, I don't think that the Western medical model really understands or cares to get into because it challenges their, you know, sort of the the box that they've created for what health and healing and, and whatnot is. Yeah, absolutely. I think yeah. it's interesting that you mentioned the Hashimoto's, you know, Sam, because we I had another guest here on the podcast that um, runs a she owns an ice bath company and she used uh, the ice baths to cure Hashimoto's but you know her story was similar to yours in that she went to a doctor for answers and the doctor said well here's this medication or medications and basically you're just stuck for the rest of your life taking this yeah. and was kind of dumbfounded by her being able to you know cure this condition with uh, you know, things outside of the sort of Western allopathic parameters, you yeah. know, so it's just, it goes to show you that, you know, the doctors don't always have all the answers, you know, mm-hmm. and it's important to, in my case, yeah, they didn't. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I, I wanted to sort of circle back on something that you said, Jeff, um, because, you know, the, the name of the podcast is The Vital Point. And, you know, I, I like to try to bring that sort of idea in of like, what, what do you feel is the vital points to remember um, in your work or like when you work with your clients? And you mentioned not taking this so seriously. And I'd, I'd like to like maybe unpack that a little bit more and go into it. So... <clears throat> Children are a, a great mirror for us. They're a great example for us. Um, I have a seven-year-old who could read all day. He could watch, you know, nature videos. He's always consuming and learning, excited about learning. And one thing that Samantha and I are trying to really bring into our sessions is that curiosity about yourself and discovering different things about yourself and um whenever i take myself too seriously or and my personal development too seriously i stagnate whenever i have childlike curiosity and like you know i discover a blind spot in myself and maybe it's not a very pleasant blind spot um, if I come at it like, oh, wow, like that's, this is awesome. I like, I found this. I, I found this aspect of my life that I could shift. Um, whenever I, I come at it that way, um, I move quicker. I, I evolve, I change, I, I get better. But whenever I take myself too seriously and, and am not having that childlike curiosity about my blind spots, that's when I, I slow down and I don't evolve. Seems like curiosity has an energy that like promotes flow versus resistance. The seriousness creates resistance. Mm -hmm. The other thing that comes up, comes to mind as you guys are talking about it, you know, especially in terms of the childlike qualities is like children seem to have this um, authenticity and like sort of presence to their experience. Like even like I, I was thinking of like being a child and like you're playing and you're fully present in that playing. And then you like fall down and skin your knee or something. 
And then there's this immediate crying, but it's not like, it doesn't ruin your whole day. You know, like you're there and you have your mom and dad like comfort you and they clean you up a little bit. And then you go back to playing, you know, it's not like something where I got to go home and like drink about this. Cause I can't handle the feeling, you know, or something like that. You know, I don't need a cheeseburger. <laughs> right. Um, so yeah, there's, there's sort of this authenticity and like being in the moment um, that comes with that, with that childlike uh, quality. And the other thing that came to mind was, um, you know, uh, the, the concept of the beginner's mind and, yep. you know, from Zen Buddhism of, you know, in the, in the beginner's mind, there's, you know, an infinite number of possibilities in the expert's mind, there's just a few. So the more that we like tell ourselves of what we know and what we think and, you know, how you guys started the, the, the podcast about talking about that, you know, part of your calling and your work is to help your clients shift their stories. You know, I think being able to like shift into that, um, that beginner's mind where the story isn't concrete, it isn't static, it isn't heavy, it's you're able to shift it to move with it, to have curiosity about it um, is a really powerful concept to, to bring into your work. Cool. Well, this has been a great talk. I really appreciate your guys's um, time. I know, you know, with, with the three kids, you had to find a babysitter and I really appreciate you um, doing that. That's, that's a lot. So definitely um, appreciate your guys's time. If um, people want to learn more about Combo or working with Oppo Wellness, where should they go? Um, the best place to follow us and connect with us is our Instagram page, which is just at Oppo Wellness, A-P-A-H, Wellness. And then you can always go to our website. It's oppowellness.com. Um, and I write articles on there, and there's all kinds of information. Um, studies are linked to the benefits of Combo. Um, and you can contact us directly through our contact page. Um, but yeah, I would love to connect on Instagram and you can DM me any questions you may have about combo. Awesome. Uh, just one more question. Like how did, what does the name Appa like have a significance? Like how did you guys land on that? Yeah, I, um, I created that name and I was looking for a name that represented flow um, just flowing and the frog is so connected to the water and land. And so are humans, you know, we're first, you know, we, we grow up in the womb and we're surrounded by water and then we're on land. So I wanted something that kind of tied everything in. And so I found the Sanskrit word, Sanskrit word, um, which is appa, which means flow, which means water. And it was perfect. And so that's what I went with. Um, and I love it and I think it fits perfectly. That's awesome. That's a very cool. I, lo I love that, that visual of, you know, our, our similarity to the frog of being first in the water and then on the land. So that's a really cool concept. Yeah, we seem to be really connected to them more so than I think we realize. Yeah. There's just something about the way we both enter the world that I think we need to create and cultivate this relationship to the frog. Yeah, it's a it's a beautiful kind of um, it's a wide world out there, you know, and and these different symbiotic relationships that we have with animals, especially when there's respect and reciprocity and you know um, care within the relationship is is a pretty pretty profound thing. Well, this has been really great, and I again I really appreciate you guys' time. Thank you for coming on here and being the first combo practitioners to, uh, to grace the stage. And, um, you know, for, for those of you guys listening, I would definitely recommend reaching out to, um, to Oppa Wellness, to Sam and Jeff. Um, not only are they tremendous people and practitioners, you know, like I've gotten to know some really incredible people in their area in, you know, the Salt Lake city area, um, just from, their presence in that community and like how they're involved, you know, folks that are um, doing other really cool things in the space as well, you know, breath work and uh, men's work, 
Um, I know, you know, Jeff and some of his friends are really involved in going and doing um, cold plunges and, in a group community setting um, 13, every week. 13, in the, in the winter time, it was, it was a lot colder. We would go out there and sit in a river, 13 degrees outside. I don't know what the temperature of the water would be, but it was uh, in the mountains. In the I mountains, saw it was beautiful. So, can I mention we also we travel and and we do retreats as well. So don't let um, just us being in Utah deter you. Um, still reach out to us. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And you know, I'm um, setting some intentions for being able to sit with you guys soon as well. Love that. Well, awesome. Thank you guys so much. And I hope you enjoy the rest of your day. And for those um, listening on the replay, hope you enjoyed this as well. Um, hope this inspired you to reach out to Jeff and Samantha, learn some more about combo and, um, you know, keep practicing because that's, that's my vital point is that all these wonderful methods and disciplines and practices are great to learn about but you also have to practice them as well. So get out there and take some action today. Until next time, my friends, uh, thank you so much for being here and we'll see you next week on The Vital Point. Thanks for checking out another episode of the podcast. I hope that you enjoyed it and that you feel inspired to go and do some practice of your own. Remember that integration and practice is the vital point. Maybe this episode inspired you to add something new to your daily or regular practice, like meditation or breath work. Or you're ready to take that ice bath that you've been dreading, but you know is going to be really good for you. Maybe you're curious to something that you've been called to try, you know, like working with a new teacher or facilitator or working with a psychedelic or plant medicine in whatever way is safe and legal for you where you live. Please reach out to me or to the guest through the links on the show page to learn more about what we talked about on this episode. Subscribe to the podcast and please leave us a review, which really helps the show, makes it visible to more people. And if you're finding the show valuable, please share it with a friend that would also be interested and uh, share it on your social media. Follow me at Blue Magic Alchemy on Instagram. That's all one word. And if you're interested in learning more about breathwork or you'd like support with self-development and transformational practice, reach out to me at bluemagicalchemy at gmail.com or Instagram to set up a discovery call for individual coaching sessions and my six-month transformational coaching container. Until next time, be well, keep practicing, because that's the vital point. Be well, my friends.